Hey everyone, I'm Lauren. And I'm Lindsay. And this is Swearing Mamas. <laughs> hey everyone, so today's episode is on unsolicited advice, either from a stranger, someone you know someone you don't really like, any advice you don't really care to hear, or not even just advice, things that, you know, don't need to be said. (laughs) (laughs) Which is most, which is most things, but. Yes. All right. Would you like to, do you have any specific things off the top of your head that Um, you remember? I have quite a few. Um, One being. Never, ever, ever, and I mean ever, text someone on their due date and say, happy due date. Oh my Just God. don't do it. Because oh my, God. my child was almost a week overdue. Yes. And being texted on my due date, happy due date, and he wasn't here, just irked me. And for every day that he was late, it irked me even more. I'm just like, oh, my God, come on. And then I would get a whole bunch of people like, oh, you're quiet on social media. Is everything okay? And I'm like, yes, I'm fine. Do not stop texting me. Like, I will let you know, clearly, do not text me. <laughs> He's not here. I'm I'm miserable. <laughs> do not text oh me. God. Yes, that was the worst. Yeah. I was just like, you will clearly know when I know if you're important enough. And if not, you will see like the post once my child is here. Do not text me saying, hey, happy due date. I'm like, ugh, I can't wait till you have a child and I'm going to text you on your due date and I hope your child is over a week late because I will do it. Yeah, that was like super irritating. And for me too, um, you know, because Oliver was due so close to the end of the year. And he didn't come until 2018, which I knew was going to mean that I owed money and taxes. So, like, it was, like, annoying, but also, like, legitimately upsetting because I was like, well, now I'm fucked. And um, I just was, like, I would get so mad when people would text me that. Mm-hmm. I, loved that. You, I remember you texted me, though, and yours was, like, so nice. And you were, like, just checking in. I don't want to be annoying about it. (laughs) (laughs) I try because I had all of the same things. Just like I remember when I found out that you were having a boy and I know you really wanted a girl. I was like, I'm not going to text her and be like, oh, sorry about your luck. (laughs) I would text you. I was like, (laughs) oh, boys are fun too. Like, it's okay. Boys are good. (laughs) But yeah. And that's another thing. Another random complaint. I remember when I was still pregnant with Tim and people start asking, oh, do you have any names in mind? If I tell you what I'm naming my child, do not make a face. Do not say, oh, okay, or anything like that. There is a reason I'm naming my child what I named my child. Like it's not some random name or there's meaning. It's not like I'm naming my son a girl's name or vice versa, which I've had happen. And those names don't get 
any hoopla over them. But I remember telling a couple people what I was naming Tim, that I was naming him Timothy Owen. And some of the remarks were just like, oh, well, that's okay. And I'm like, okay, do you want to know where I got these names? Because they're from family members who have passed and I feel like I, I need to do this. Like, so I'm like, it's people whom I loved in my life. So I'm like, do not, do not, do not (laughs) question anybody's child's name when they actually tell you about it. So how about you? Have you had any unsolicited advice? Yes. Um, well, this isn't really an advice thing, but just the just the comments that got on my nerves is I feel like as soon as you pop that baby out, everyone is like, so when are you going to have another one? Oh, my God, yes. And it doesn't get better. Tim's turning three on Saturday, and I still get it all the time. Do you want more kids? <laughs> I'm like, eventually. But right now, the way he acts, no, I don't want any more. <laughs> Right, like the time to ask me that is maybe once the kid is like in school and can wipe their own ass and like says please and or thank you. Don't ask at all. Or don't ask at all. Just excited when like, I tell you that I'm having another child. Whenever, <laughs> whenever people ask me that now, I just want to look at them and just say my life is hell. I always um, say, well, when are you? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't know. Like, and there's, I with everything that we're probably going to talk about, there's a way for sure to like, Mm -hmm. and it it depends who you are too, because like, for example, my sister-in-law and I each asked one another if we were planning to have another kid, but I mean, that's something that, you know, is relevant to your, I want to know if I'm getting another niece or nephew. She wants to know, you know. Yeah. But, like. I think that's the way to ask it. Like, I don't know. Like, sincerely, hey, like, are you, have you guys talked about it? Are you thinking about it? Not like, so when are you having another kid? Don't ask me when I'm having. Ask if I want to have another one. (laughs) Like, I think that is the proper way. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, especially for me, one reason that I, like, hate it being asked that is because it's actually, I don't, I'm not really stressing it right now, but at times since I had Oliver, it's been, like, a thing that has really, um, like, I don't want to say stressed me, but, like, uh, it's been, like, a a thing in my mind, do you know what I mean? Because, like, anytime he outgrew clothes is when it started. I started to, like, take clothes out of his dresser and then I was like great do I save these do I give them away like what do I do because I don't know mm-hmm. um originally if you would have asked me I would have been like oh yeah of course I'm gonna have another baby but after I actually went through everything having him I truly don't know and we will grow our family it just might be through adoption I mean we probably will we're planning to at least adopt one kid so you know if we, we wanted three maybe we'll adopt them both but now it's been this whole thing because like I told you before like I wanted a girl so now I'm like well what if I have another baby and it's a boy so I'm like dealing with this already this whole conversation inside my own head and then people are like oh are you gonna have an I'm like please don't make me say it out loud yeah (laughs) I already went through it in my head enough 
like that's like Drew and I we talk about having more children and it's like I want a girl you know what I mean like I wanted a boy first which I got and I do want another child but actually for a long time since Tim's act like after Tim's accident I didn't want any more kids because I was so like like upset and terrified that that would happen again that I didn't want any kids and it was actually really funny because it was the opposite for my husband. <laughs> like my husband, like he was like, oh, that's the only time. Like we are never on the same page. <laughs> whenever I want kids, he doesn't want kids. And whenever I don't want kids, he's like, hey, so when are we going to have another kid? <laughs> so I'm just like, oh my God. But when going, like when Tim outgrew clothes, I saved everything because at then I wanted more kids. And the way Drew's family is, he is one of five and he's they're all boys and only the last one was a girl so I'm like the odds are if we have another child it will most likely be a boy therefore need to save all of these so I saved everything <laughs> but yeah it is something that like we think about constantly that just don't bring it up <laughs> yes don't bring up the more kids and just in general too with going back to the advice advice like I was actually thinking about this as we got started and like I couldn't remember any specific advice people gave me like when I first had him but I just remember getting so much of it and I hated that I don't like I don't even remember what it is now but I remember getting so like worked up about it. I just hated how much people would give me their two cents. It, it just really frustrated me. Like you couldn't, you couldn't tell people anything that you were going through with your kid without them telling you some stupid thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, not that I don't appreciate, especially if it's someone who's had a kid already, but I think that like, you as a mom you really want to be in control a little bit and um you want to like make decisions for yourself and it's like I don't know I think I feel like people kind of they just give all their input and you just don't want it you want to feel like you know the choices you're making are good but also that they're your own you know yeah I mean it is your child anyway that you should be able to make those decisions um, but it's like the moment you tell people you're pregnant, it's everyone has some piece of advice for you, whether it's, oh, you should try natural because, you know, it's better for you. And, oh, you should try, like, I remember when I was pregnant with him and whenever someone asked me that question, I'd, I'd look at him and I'd laugh and I'd say, oh, no, no, no. Mama's getting the epidural. Like, it ain't, mm-mm. Which, like, Ain't why happening. do they feel like they can ask that? Or ask, oh, are you going to breastfeed? Right. Or are you going to, I'm like, are you going to fuck off? <laughs> yeah, like, that's none of your business. Right. Like, that is my business. And that's not even my husband's business. That's literally all my control. Like, you don't get to pick any of my that. business. Correct. Like, uh-uh. <laughs> oh, um. You know what I think my favorite piece of advice is ever, though? <laughs> oh, I can't wait. What? 
make sure that you nap when the baby naps. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. I love Or <laughs> make sure you get all the sleep you can before you have, before the baby comes. Like you can like stockpile sleep. Correct. <laughs> like, oh, let me just reach into my not sleep also, closet. <laughs> not just that, like, because you know, when you're for you and I 40 some weeks, like 40 plus weeks pregnant, sleep is not comfortable then. You have to pee every five minutes. You have to like Yeah. Nothing's if you comfortable. Roll over, you're awake. Not to mention you have a child that is literally playing soccer with your rib cage. Yeah. <laughs> like not comfortable at all. And I mean I'm not gonna lie, I did sleep a lot when Tim slept, but that was just because we were both exhausted. It wasn't because <laughs> that's you know what I mean? Like but then there was sometimes where I couldn't sleep when he slept. I had stuff I had to do. You know, I still have a house that I have to clean. Or at one point, I had a job. So I'm like, I have to watch this other child and make sure that they are okay because they don't sleep right now. <laughs> There's this, like, really great meme that was, like, sleep when the baby sleeps. Sure, I'll make sure I also cook when the baby cooks and clean when the baby cleans. Yes. Oh, that's perfect. But, like, yeah. I do I do plan – I don't normally take a nap, but sometimes I will take a nap in the morning when Oliver does. I, I pretty much don't need it anymore, but like for a good while, I, he would, you know, if he'd get up at seven and then sleep at 830, then at 830, I would take a nap because, you know, that helped me a lot. But mm-hmm. I mean, in general, it's like who has time to just and not only that, but when you when you make these comments about people sleep and advice about sleeping before the baby comes or sleeping when the baby naps, all you're doing is reminding someone that they're never going to sleep again. <laughs> they're never going to feel yes. rested again. Like, oh keep my that gosh, yeah. to yourself. Let people enjoy their lives for just a few more weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Another piece of advice that I hated, and it really wasn't advice. It was just comments that I hated. When Tim had his accident, my biggest hate comment that I hate like biggest comment that I hated was people telling me how many times their kid fell from a bed and I'm like thank you for reminding me that I have the worst luck in the world thank you like that is fantastic oh yeah I had I had someone tell me that their child fell from the top bunk of a bed and I'm like yeah my child only fell from a foot off of a bed but yes proceed to tell me how your child is perfectly fine and didn't need brain surgery that's fantastic like, thank you. You're trying to make me feel better, but it's not. It's not making me feel better. <laughs> right. I mean, people, a lot of the time I could recommend, I mean, recommend, recognize, I think is what I want. Their intentions were good, but it was, it's still just like. It's so the delivery. Annoying. Yeah. Just yeah. don't, just don't. And just, um, yeah. and just keep that shit to yourself, man. Correct. You know another yeah. one that drives me crazy? I can't wait. What is it? Nannies. Nannies? Yes. Comments from nannies. Oh. So these are people who raise children but have never birthed one of their own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, and it's it's funny because sometimes like I think back to me before I had a kid and I think like oh I'm so sure I made some stupid comment at some point I, I can't remember but I'm sure I did 
because, um, you know, I nannied, babysat, worked at a daycare. I have a lot of experience working around children, and it is nothing like raising your own child at all. Correct. Like, I learned... First thing, other kids listen to you way better than your own child does. <laughs> yeah, and you have, like, a clock out time. <laughs> yeah, you get to leave at the end of the day. And I remember back when I was a baby, I don't, I never consider myself a nanny, but I guess that's what you could call me. Um, there were some days, there were some days where I would just be literally watching the clock waiting for the father to come in. And then literally he'd walk in the door. I'd be like, kids were great. I got to go. Bye. <laughs> like, I don't even have time to discuss how terrible the kids were today. I just want to leave. Like, I got to go. Yeah. And that glowing moment of getting to leave was what pulled you through. It really was. And now when your kid is driving you crazy, there's no there's no one to come save you. And there's nowhere safe. You will find this out once your child starts walking. You think your bathroom time is precious? It's not. I have never I I still can't use the bathroom alone. I tried to oh run in, God. and if I don't lock the door, even when I lock the door, he's banging on the door yelling, Mommy, why'd you lock the door? Because I don't want you in here. <laughs> Let me pee in peace. Yes. Yes. So, And then the rest of the time is me yelling, go get your father. <laughs> <laughs> so the nannies. And, you know, the thing – about it is that I recognize most nannies that I've met are uh, women who want so desperately to have children and um, they love so much and so like there's two people off the top of my head I can think of that really hope to have children in the future and that's extremely important to them and they're gonna do amazing at it um, and I trust either one of them with Oliver's life, like they can watch him anytime, you know? So yeah. it's not that. And I mean, like being a nanny, you learn a lot of things that plenty of moms don't know, like about gadgets yeah. and tricks and different little things, but you have no idea what it feels like to have gotten eight hours of sleep in a week, you know, it, because someone has been screaming at you the whole time. You have no idea what it's like to have bleeding nipples. You have no idea you know, what it's like to have to squirt water on your cracked and bleeding, <laughs> you know, nether region. Hoo-ha. Yeah. And, like, while <laughs> you're doing that, to hear someone crying in the other room, you got to hurry it up and attend to them. Like, those things you just don't go through. And I think that they – that a lot of nannies have, like, huge hearts and they love the kids very much. But even still, like, it's just not the same as the relationship you have with your own kid. Yeah, no, I agree. So nannies, um, it's not that you, it's not that, cause I, not that I we don't appreciate one day you. maybe nannies will even listen to our podcast, you know, because they'll probably have moments they relate, you know? So it's not that we don't love you nannies if you're listening. Um, but it's just don't utter the phrase like I understand um, because you don't yes. and don't, try and give any advice whatsoever about like choices like by all means if a nanny has advice on how to make 
my child not roll over onto me while changing his diaper, by all means, I'll take it. But please don't tell me um, what way that I should feed my child or, you know, any of that type of thing. Yes. And I think, not to beat a dead horse, but another unsolicited advice that I hate being brought up is freaking vaccination. (laughs) Oh, oh God. Do people say that to you personally? Yes. I've had several people that I don't even know how it gets brought up, but it just does. And I'm just like, okay, like that's fine that your child is not vaccinated, but mine is, and mine will continue to be. And mine is also perfectly fine. Like there is nothing wrong with him. And he's gotten every single one when he was supposed to get it because I don't question a doctor. Like, they went to school for a very long time, and they know what they're doing. Yeah. Not questioning them. I've also had the same person tell me that um, when I mentioned that my child goes to daycare, they were like, oh, no. Our grandson doesn't go to daycare. It's called he goes to his grandparents' house. And I was like, I wish that my child could go to his grandparents' house. That would save me a (laughs) buttload of money every month. But it. I don't have that option. My parents live a good hour away from me and my husband's parents work. Well, my parents work too, but there's also an hour distance. But I'm just like, I don't have that option. So don't make me feel like a terrible mom because I have to work and my child goes to daycare, which he loves and he has friends where your grandson has literally no friends and doesn't understand the term sharing. Yeah, and... Just on that, like, related, that topic, but in the mom-shaming universe, like, I've been thinking a lot about that recently, too, and, I mean, everyone, it's, what's best for everyone's kid is different, Um, but also, I think that, like, so many people have a warped perspective of, like, like, I've heard people say, like, oh, I wish I could afford to um, stay home with my kids, well, like, For the record, like, I can't afford not to stay home with Oliver. Yeah. Because if I worked, it would cost more for childcare than I would make. Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, like, I'm not in any type of field. Like, I just don't have experience in any type of field where I would make that much money. And then on the flip side of that is some people have, like, their um, debt, their, like, amount of debt that they owe or whatever is, like, too great for them not to work. Yeah. I remember when I first started considering looking for a job, I literally had to, it, like I, when I got the call that I got the job, I had to say like, I have to call you back. Cause I have to crunch the numbers. Like I need to know that this actually makes sense for me to work and send my child to daycare or just to continue stay at home. Cause if I'm breaking even, there's no point, there's no point for me to work. Right. And I actually, I left my original job when I had Tim because there was no point. They told me, well, not to shame a workplace, but they went out of business, so I guess I can. Um, when I was pregnant with Tim, there was one owner, and they told me that, well, they weren't really a their owner. Like, I did everything. Um, so, and... I said I had to leave because I was having Tim. She was like, oh, how long are you going to be out? And I was like, well, if 
I'm able to bring Tim to work, which it was, it was a children's place. It should have been, it was, should have been fine. She said, no, if you can bring him and still work, that's totally fine with me. So I went out for maternity and I was only out two weeks, not even. And when I came back, I was told that she sold the business and this new owner didn't thought that that was like the worst possible thing that Tim would come in to work with me. So I was like, okay. She was like, well, you can get a babysitter. And I'm like, I literally work for maybe three, four hours a day. Like, and you don't pay me enough to where it makes sense for me to work and (laughs) pay someone like, no, I don't have that kind of money. So on that, like literally I told her that I was like, I don't have that kind of money. So on the same note, this is my not even two weeks, I will finish the schedule and then I'm done. Like, I'm not working for you if you can't give a little for me. Yeah. And then there's also other people who like are like climbing their way up their career, you know, like that job you are talking about, we worked that together for a while. So I know that wasn't like a career move for you. That was just a job that was working at the time. So like leaving it wasn't a big deal but I mean like if that had been something in your field that could have like if that would have been the job you're at now it might have been a different story so that's another thing so I think there's like just so many different scenarios it depends like what your income bracket is if you're like at way the bottom like Seth and I are then yeah you probably aren't gonna make enough to make it worth it but if you are earning a lot of money then you might not be able to afford not to work because you own a nice house, nice cars or things like that, you know? And then there's all those other reasons in between why you may or may not go back to work. So, I mean, like at the end of the day, everybody, we're always going to have like our opinions about it. But I just think that's one thing about mom shaming. Everybody can just like give it a rest because, you know, there's just so many different reasons. And then everyone's kid is different anyway. Like, you know, for me, I can already tell you that definitely by the time Oliver's in school, we're not homeschooling. And like, I swear, like everyone I know is homeschooling their kids. And um, I'm like, no, by the time he's old enough to go to school, I need a break from him. I need a break from him now sometimes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, no, I like with the way our world is right now, I constantly contemplate having Tim being homeschooled. (laughs) But then again, it's like, no, I need that break too. And I, there's no way, there's no way I could teach him that. I know how my child is and he doesn't listen to me. So yeah, I don't I, foresee that changing anytime soon. <laughs> I, I know. I kind of like get the feeling mine is going to end up that way too. Just, just the way I watch him um, navigate the world. I'm like, I, I don't think I can handle you once you're able to. Yeah. Once they start talking, man, whew, terrible yeah. twos. And now that my son will be three next week, it's, it's real. It is real. The struggle is real. (laughs) And he doesn't listen to me. And I'm home with him most of the time where my husband's working. And my husband works every other weekend. And there's whole weekends that it's just him and I that he's not listening. And then there's the bedtime issues. Oh, potty training. Don't don't even just, just let it go. Okay. Just let it go. He will be potty trained eventually. I don't see a 
a reason to rush it. Like I keep trying with Tim and he doesn't want to do it. He does it at daycare. Fine. You do it at daycare. That's less diapers I have to send to daycare. However, he doesn't do it at home. Do not shame me for not trying with my child because I do. It doesn't work. The end. Let it go. Right. It's not like he's going to be in diapers for the rest of his life. He will learn eventually. Just not today. Maybe not tomorrow. I don't know when. Nor do I really care. (laughs) He'll learn. Yes. Yes. I just don't. I don't understand everybody's like. (laughs) <laughs> need to put there yeah, it's always a need there's always a need my mom and I were talking the other day and uh we were talking about like um a different thing I was saying like you know I don't think I would do that and she was like um gave me a look and I said okay listen I would do anything <laughs> if I was desperate <laughs> you know and so that's kind of like yeah. getting at like any Anything that is going to, like, if your kid is sitting there playing on a cell phone in public or something, maybe that's because that mom needed a break from her kid talking or yelling or crying. Like, anything questionable, it's probably for the mom's sanity. You can still think, like I was saying to her, that's not what I would do, you know. But at the end of the day, realize that people people do things for their own. And so, like... When someone is, like, mom shaming or, like, making comments to you, like, to me, that's like you're telling me I don't deserve a break or, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're telling me, like, oh, well, you should just have to deal with it. Yeah. And it's, like, just, like, I see memes all the time on um, Facebook about, like, I think we, I don't know if we talked about it last week or not. Um a child being loud in the grocery store and like a person like commented saying like, get your child under control or something like that. Like what? Yeah. So first of all, like my child isn't like an object to be controlled. Yeah. Like, do you remember when you were little? No, you don't like, even if like you do remember being little and you don't listen to your parents. You don't want to be in the store. You want to get out. Like, all kids hate going shopping. So it's like, just deal with it. Yeah, I, you're, he's bugging you. He's bugging me. Trust me. <laughs> like, but I need to get the shopping done or else I won't have food for the, in my house. So deal with it. Right. You live in a world with other people. And, like, children are just tiny people learning how to be people. You know, they don't understand that they can't yell. And it's going to take a while of me giving him the death stare or, you know, <laughs> punishing him or yeah. just ignoring him. Whatever it, whatever it might take, it, it that's going to take a while for him to learn how to properly express his emotions. If little children walked around speaking like teenagers, that'd be pretty freaking weird. Like, they have to go through this stage of throwing fits. This is what they do. Yeah. And not just that, it's, they don't understand, like, they don't have the capability of understanding why they're in a cart strapped in, not being able to move for, I don't know about you, when I go shopping, it's Mm -hmm. usually 30 to 40 minutes. Like, that's a long time. Yes. Like, especially for a child or an infant, like, it's just, uh, don't, do not, do not, if you see me in Target, 
and my child's throwing a fit, do not mention it. Because trust me, I'm already in my head wanting to (laughs) bang my head against the wall. (laughs) I'm annoyed just as much as you are, but there's nothing I can do. If I say something, it's going to set him off even more. We're going to have more of a scene. So just deal with it. Just remember, minding your own damn business is zero dollars and zero cents. Yep. Um, mm. Did you have any more on that topic or any more random ones? No. I mean, I'm sure I could think of something, but no. I have a random one. <laughs> okay, go for it. Um, um, from, a, from a friend I have who doesn't have any children – Oh. Uh, this was when I first had Oliver and this friend met him and was like, oh, I didn't know if I wanted kids, but he's just so, you know, his head smells so good and all this talking about how great babies are. And then she said, but I'm just not ready to ruin my body yet. <gasps> no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love when people tell me they're not ready yet. I love it because I'm like, yeah, I know you're not. I can tell. I have someone who I will not name, but they, they constantly tell me how they're not ready to have kids and all this stuff. And then they constantly complain about their, um, their pet waking them up Mm. at night or their pet doing something. And I'm like, yeah, don't have kids because it's just worse. Oh my God. Can we talk about that for a second? Let's talk about fur moms. Oh no, let's not. Let's just not. Let's skip over that. (laughs) (laughs) It gets on your nerves too. Yes. Yeah, me too. So uh, just like nannies, it's not the same thing. It's not a it's not the same thing. I'm a fur mom and trust me, it is not the same. Yeah, no. My cats are very self-sufficient. I can leave them home and go to work all day and not have to deal with them. You know, it's really funny that we brought this up now though because my cat, one of my cats is inside the baby gate. I have baby jail. And mm-hmm. he's inside the baby jail, and the other cat is on the other side um, antagonizing him. I love that. So maybe they are the same. I don't know. My cats were just fighting, too. I thought I was going to have to yell at them and interrupt the podcast, but <laughs> I don't know where they went. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, it's not the same. Do not compare a dog or a cat to a child because it's not the same. It's really not. I could go on and on about that topic. Let's just skip over. Let's skip it. Let's leave it at that. Let's just leave it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but my my body's not ruined. Like no, it's not. It's <laughs> it actually. My favorite is when I I'm out with Tim, and people look at me and they're like, "You gave birth to him," and I'm like, "Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did." Yeah, and I'm back to normal. So, oh yeah. yeah, and that's another comment I got like, oh, well, you know it's going to take a while. You you might never go back to how you were. I'm happy to say as of today, I weigh like 1 or 2 pounds less than I did before I got pregnant and like this lady that I saw today looked at Oliver. She's how old is he? I said he's 9 months today. She was like, oh, "You look amazing." I said, "Thank you." That's the comment yeah. you can make. Do make that comment. That is yes, make that make that one. Yeah. But yeah, I'm like, so don't tell people they're going to not lose weight or whatever because... Yeah, and I hate that moms think that they have to lose the weight right away. Right. Like, mm-mm, honey. Do what you want I for didn't me. do a single thing. I still haven't yeah. done a single thing. I just went back 
breastfeeding. It does wonders. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just like, I just have a, a good metabolism that I was fine and it was still able to eat everything and whatever. But yeah, just don't, you need to make comments saying that you look great, but also don't make comments saying that you're going to ruin your body because I'm living, breathing proof that that's not a thing. But it also literally my favorite is when people talk about how, you know, your nether region is never going to be the same. <laughs> oh. And I'm like, you guys are idiots. Did you skip health class in high school? Because I promise you it goes back to normal. Right. It's I promise you everything is fine. Yeah. Like, it'll be fine. <laughs> like, and like, don't put more stress on me thinking that I have ruined my body <laughs> by giving a child. Like, because yeah. on top of that, there are some things that are going to change and you don't need to make people feel bad about them. Like, yeah, I have stretch marks, but I mean, so does my husband. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, my favorite thing, though, is that when I was pregnant with him, my husband gained a lot of weight too. Like, it's so funny when we look back at photos, <laughs> I'm like, damn. <laughs> and I'm like, you didn't have a reason. <laughs> but like, and that's another thing. Do not make comments to pregnant women about their weight. Just yes. don't do it. Whether you think they're skinny or you think they're fat, don't do it. They're growing a human. And trust me, they will rip your head off. Yeah. Or don't make guesses onto what I'm having. Just ask me. And when I tell you what I'm having, I'm 99% sure that that's what I'm having. Don't tell me, oh, well, you're carrying really low. So I think oh, you're having a girl. Do not, not do thing, that. By the way. It is not. It is not a thing. Don't do that. Just don't do it. So Don't annoying. do it. Yeah, that's so annoying. I don't remember. I only had that once happen. Someone told me, oh, what are you having? You're having a girl, aren't you? I said, no, I'm having a boy. Oh, are you sure? Yeah, God. I've had it confirmed twice. I'm having a boy. I saw the little Peter. He's <laughs> he's a boy. I saw the little Peter. <laughs> My son, when he was in womb, he loved, like, the second time – I made them com like I made them confirm because I had nightmares that I was having a girl, but I had everything boy planned. So I was like, "You need to confirm that it's a boy. Like that's the first thing you need to do." She literally put the little doodad on my stomach, and she goes, "It's a boy." <laughs> like legs wide open, he was showing it off. That's exactly she was like, what Oliver did. Like showing it off. She was like, "No, I can I can tell you with." very much certainty you're having a boy I said good because I literally am having panic attacks that I'm having a girl and I have nothing <laughs> uh, <but> yes yeah. <laughs> lots of things to do and don't do in this life a lot of it deals with pregnancy there weren't that many unsolicited things about after pregnancy I just in general vaccination just just don't like just don't tell people what you think they should or shouldn't do. Don't tell people how you think they look. Don't none of that. Just no. just let it just don't. Also, don't unless I ask you, 
give me any advice on things that I have bought for my child. I remember when I was doing my registry. Oh, well, this is, I don't care. I don't care. Do not tell me about your great cousin's niece. She had this baby monitor and it did wonders. I don't care. I picked this one. Leave me alone. Yeah. Yeah, just just stop. Everyone, stop. Like, they have a million and five of these things for a reason. Just let me pick one. <sighs> right. So, yes, that is unsolicited advice. It is very unsolicited. Don't do it. <laughs> no advice, no comments, no – above all else, no mom shaming. I feel like that could be a secondary tag for us. Like, the good, the bad, the sweary is our first, and our second one is – no mom shaming. Yes. Don't do it. Don't mom shame. I like you you know what? If you see a mom, if you see like a pregnant woman drinking a beer and smoking a cigarette, you can mom shame her. Yes. But if like, you see me at the supermarket and I my car seat is installed wrong, come over and say something. Yeah, which I think like we're also on edge about the mom shaming because people are so shitty about it that like car seat thing is so touchy, but like if my car seat, but it's like, if you're saving my child's life, yeah, come on, do it. Like, I'm not going to be offended by that. No, I'd be offended if you were like, wow, you dumbass. Why is your car seat like this? Yeah. If if you come over and say, Hey, I think the strap needs to go here. Perfect. Yes. Or please do. Hey, your child's kind of young and still kind of small. Are you sure you want to have them forward facing? Perfect. Yeah. Speaking of, I am a firm believer of my child will be rear-facing until he reaches the, reaches the weight limit. My child will be real, rear-facing till prom. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Love that. Um, yeah, like my child, like I've said, my child's turning three next week. He's still, still rear-facing because he does not meet the weight requirement. I'm not risking my child's life just so he can face forward. It's not happening. Yeah, so those are mm-hmm. – those. that is the rare – exception to the unwarranted comments and advice is if Mm -hmm. it is about my child's safety if you are positive you're looking at me and my child and you're certain that I'm not doing the safest thing possible then by all means like I you know we can probably we have so many bits and pieces of like other episodes I'm hearing now I'm like oh we could do episode on this on that but one of them is I was thinking about like sleep habits you know like Sleep, safe sleeping is like so important to me. So, yeah. Um, also, another thing I don't know if you do it, I'm not trying to call you out. Do not put your child's um car seat on top of a car, like a, a, a cart at like Target. Oh, no, they do, they are not meant for that. Also, on the same breath, when you go to a restaurant, if your child is still in an infant carrier, do not flip that booster seat over and put a child on that. It is not meant for that. And usually, if you look when you flip it over, there is a warning sticker telling you not to do that. There is specific carriers. Yes. Okay, we have done that. I did it before too, but the one, like I went to one restaurant where they told me to do it. And when I flipped the high chair over, there was a huge warning sticker that said, don't do it. And literally I like did it. And I had to literally hold like the high chair because it, it, 
it's very because of the way the back of the high chair is. It almost fell. It didn't almost fall, but I could see where if somebody bumped into it, it would have fallen over because it's very like heavy to one side. So it's like just get an extra chair or always ask for a booth. Do not risk your child's life. Yeah. Yeah. Once I saw that sticker, I was like, wow, I'm an idiot. I'm never doing this again. I don't even remember where I, what restaurant I was at that had the sticker. But I've also gone to restaurants where I ask for, like, when Tim was still in a carrier, I asked for, like, a carrier thing, and they gave me a boost, like, a high chair and flipped it over. And I was like, oh, never mind. Can I have a booth? <laughs> and I'm sure I seemed crazy, but I'm just like, no. Mm-mm. Yeah, safety, safety is the exception if you see – I just think if there's anything wrong about the way the car seat is, about the sleeping habits, or like even, you know, it's not safe to leave your kid in a car seat outside of the car, like that's not safe either. Um, You know, all of those things, if you see that, by all means, make a comment. But if you're just, if you just want to tell me about whether or not you think my child should be drinking apple juice, then you can go off to go fuck yourself, Bill. Population, you. Yeah. Well, I think we've now opened many doors for many other episodes. I'm so excited for all of the doors. <laughs> do you have some tweets? I do. Do you want me to start? Start them off. All right. So I have one that kind of goes with today. It says, Rando. Oh, it's from at, oh God, why do the people make these? I'm going to spell it because I'm not even going to try. Or maybe it's minute. I don't know. It's at M-I-N-O-U-E-T-T-E. <laughs> don't know how you would pronounce that. But anyways, it says rando. What a big boy. What's a big boy like that doing in a stroller? Me. He's sick. Him. He should be out running around. Me. He's sick. Him. What are you doing sitting? You should get up. Me. He's sick. Him. What? Oh, he has an excuse then. But tomorrow, throw that away. Hashtag unsolicited advice. Hashtag parenting. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Mm. Mine are not relevant to our to our thing, but I have, my last two aren't either. <laughs> I have that mummy with a U. Life three has been running in circles for the last twenty minutes. He just stopped, wiped his snot on the back of his hand heaved a humongous sigh and said, I'm exhausting. You've got that right, kid. <laughs> yes. Love that. I have Twinser Dad at Twinser Dad. 10 a.m. seems like a completely reasonable time for a retail ex- establishment to open for the day until you have kids who wake up at 7 every morning and you need to get them out of the house. Hashtag dad life. Hashtag parenting. <laughs> that is true. Oh, I have two from him. My next one's from him, too. <laughs> um, the mom blog, W-I. My son cried What's tonight. What's a W-I mean? I think it's Wisconsin. Oh, okay. Or, yeah, Wisconsin. Okay. My son cried tonight because he didn't have any ketchup to dip his chicken nuggets in. Of course, he ate the ketchup first by the spoonful, but, you know, details. Oh, that is my child and me. (laughs) (laughs) Silently me. Um, So my next tweet is also from Twins or Dad. I'm assuming he has twins. (laughs) 
Um, so it says one, denial, two, anger, three, bargaining, four, depression, five, acceptance. The five stages my toddlers go through each morning as they come to grips with the fact that they have to wear pants. <laughs> hey, I go through that too. Pants oh, up. yes. Yes, they do. Pants are dumb. So um, do bras. Bras suck. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Fuck a bra. So this last one is uh, from the Paula Hunt. Has nothing to do with with parenting. Um, it's just an observation that I wanted to share. It, it says uh, mashed potatoes are just hot ice cream. Love that. <laughs> is it weird that I chew my mashed potatoes? I just find it. Imp- I can't. This is going to be so off topic. I cannot, for the life of me, just put something in my mouth and swallow it. Like I have to chew it. That's what she said. <laughs> Oh, wait, I hope so, she didn't say that. Oh. No, she did not. Well, technically, I said that all. I am a she. Food-wise, <laughs> I guess I should specify, food-wise, um, yeah, like applesauce, I have to chew it. Soup, I chew it. <laughs> well, now I don't know what I do, and now I have to, now I'm going to think Yeah, about now it. you got to pay attention, because I, I literally. <laughs> and now I don't know. I, I chew it, and it's so weird. Like, my husband was like, why are you chewing that? And I'm like. I I have to (laughs) like it's weird to me just to put something in my mouth like food into my mouth and just swallow it huh like I I can't do it (laughs) that that fucked me up yeah now you gotta pay attention all right I will (laughs) (laughs) go have some applesauce (laughs) well everyone give us a follow give us a like Give us a comment. Give us a message. Give us a tweet. Give us anything. Yeah. Just just like us. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere you can think of at Swearing Mamas. And if you want <laughs> if you want to send us an email with, you know, like all of your unsolicited comments and advice and all of your thoughts and feelings, then do it at swearingmamas at gmail.com. Yeah, and maybe we'll make a whole episode about you Ooh, and your unsolicited advice. That would be something. (laughs) Well, all right. Over and out. See you next time. Bye. Bye. I saw the little Peter.